Right before he takes the stage here in Florence, South Carolina. Now, Mr. President, I have spent hours walking the grounds here at your rally. The American people are angry. They're angry with what's going on in our country. And their question is, is the damage that Biden has done so far, is it reversible? Is it, can you possibly turn this ship around? So it should have never happened in a million years. This wouldn't have happened. Uh, Putin just did what he wanted to do. He would not have done it with us. You understand that most people they do polls on it. And this was something that was not going to happen or it would have happened in four years, four years, nothing. You know, a lot of people are saying, how come this didn't take place during the four years that Trump was there? And you can say the same thing with China because that'll be next with Taiwan. Uh, it's it's a very sad situation. Not only that, it's uh, I think what happened with Afghanistan and the way we withdrew, not that we withdrew, but the way we withdrew, it looked like a surrender, uh, left $85 billion worth of equipment. Nobody understands what that means, $85 billion. It's like nobody can even imagine. Uh, but with leaving all of that, with that kind of equipment, we left dead soldiers, just incredible, brave, 13. But, you know, we also had many that were horribly, horribly wounded, nobody mentions, and we left American citizens behind. I think that the Afghanistan move, the borders are horrible, inflation's horrible, it's all bad. But the Afghanistan move was the single most embarrassing moment in the history of our country. And you look at the uh, middle class, the lower class, uh, they are basically struggling with fuel prices and gasoline. Uh, that needs to be reversed as well. Yeah, well, it's uh, gasoline now. We were at $1.87. And now I see where even like in the Midwest, it's at $5, okay? You know, we always used California as a guide because they seem to be higher. Now, they're almost up to $8. Uh, it's not even thinkable. And we're going and negotiating. They want to negotiate with Venezuela and Iran. Can you imagine? And OPEC. But Venezuela and Iran, it's not even thinkable. It's not even believable. It's almost like, you know, where are we living? This is not the world of reality. Here we are. We're fighting venezuela fighting iran and this guy wants to go and make a deal and the one place he doesn't want to take it is right under our feet now it's going to be used in our country so why wouldn't we take it right but it's uh, they just don't know what they're doing final question mr president our viewers want to know how's the family how's melania how's the family the family is great and uh we love this country but it's never been, I don't believe it's ever been so low as it is right now. And a year and a half ago, we had the strongest borders, the best economy. We had everything was perfect. And now you look at it, we rebuilt our military, but they left 85 billion for the Taliban. But uh, it's very embarrassing. We're no longer a respected country. We have leaders that are not respected, uh, but uh, we can turn it around and we'll make America great again. I mean, that's all I can tell you. We'll have to do it. And. We have the midterms coming up, and then you have the big presidential election. The last one was rigged. We did better the second time than we did the first. We got you're gonna win, And you're going to win it three times. So we, we may have to do it again. You're gonna do it. So we're going to see what happens. But uh, we love our country. We're going to save our country. God bless. President much. Trump, thanks for your time. Thank you, sir. Thank you. crowd this is it's freezing out here it's freezing out here but we're gonna warm it up we're gonna warm it up hello to south carolina what a place what a victory we have nobody told me it was so cold in south carolina i always think of warm beautiful sun but this is going to keep us awake this keeps us awake. I want to thank everybody for being here. It's incredible. I heard you went through rainstorms and everything else, and you're freezing your asses off, and this crowd is unbelievable. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I just wish the fake news would take those cameras. Look at all of them. They just show the crowd. They never do it. They never do it. They don't like to do it. This is really amazing. It's great to be back in this beautiful state. I love this state. We had a big victory, and we actually had an honest vote count. Isn't that nice? We had an honest vote count with thousands of proud, hardworking American patriots. That's what you are. Eight months from now, the people of South Carolina are going to vote to fire the radical Democrats. You're going to elect an incredible slate of true America first Republicans. You're going to 
Reelect your governor, Henry McMaster. And together we're going to end Nancy Pelosi's political career once and for all. For the past year, we've watched in horror as everything Joe Biden touches turns into a calamity and a total disaster. It's one train wreck after another. He abolished our southern border. Have you ever seen anything like it? Millions and millions of people, many of them from jails from other countries, are being dumped into our country. He invited them in. He invited them in. He does nothing about it. He triggered massive inflation. There were more COVID deaths in 2021 than all of 2020. And hospitalization shattered every record, even while Biden imposed illegal mandates all over the place. He ordered the Department of Justice to spy on patriotic parents. He crippled American energy. He disgraced our nation with his humiliating surrender in Afghanistan. There's never been a lower point in the history of our country. There's never been a lower point in the history of our country. Dead soldiers left our people behind. $85 billion worth of equipment left behind. Who would even believe a thing like that could happen? And we went 18 months, not one American soldier was killed. I told Abdul, the head of the Taliban, Abdul, don't do it. Don't even think about doing it. 18 months we went. I told it much tougher than that, but I don't want to drive people crazy. I don't want to drive the fake news crazy. But we said it in a strong tone, and we went 18 months. Think of it, 18 months, not one soldier killed. And when you just thought it couldn't get worse, any worse than that, I think that was, frankly, the lowest point in the history of our country, in my opinion. Joe Biden failed to deter Russia's outrageous invasion of Ukraine. You could take the five worst presidents in American history and put them together and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done in just 13 months. We have a president representing our country at the most important time in history who is physically and mentally challenged. The Russian invasion of Ukraine is a terrible atrocity that should never have been allowed to happen. It would have never happened. I know I speak for everyone here tonight when I say we are praying for the proud people of Ukraine. They are going through hell. They are fighters and God bless them all. Make no mistake, however, that Russia would not have dared to annex one inch of territory if I was in the White House. In fact, they never did it when I was there. A lot of people ask the question, how come they never did it when Trump was president? And China, <laughs> he said they knew better. And it's just, it's just, what a nice crowd. Look at that crowd up there. Beautiful. Beautiful. In fact, I stand as the only president of the 21st century on whose watch Russia did not invade another country and neither did anyone else. They knew. Under our administration, we had peace through strength. That's what it was. Our country was safe and the world was calm because America was strong and they respected your leadership. And America was always a place that I put and I put it before everybody else. It was always America first. Very simple. It's very simple. It was all about America first. It was also about make America great again. But it was about America first because that's how you make it great. We rebuilt the U.S. military with $2.5 trillion that was spent. The largest number ever spent. We had fighter jets that were 40 years old. We had old equipment broken equipment. Everything is brand new, beautiful, and I hate to do it, and I hate to tell you, but our nuclear weapons, I rebuilt them, and we have brand new, and I hate to even mention it, because the last thing we ever want 
to use as nuclear weapons, but nobody has what we've built. And our president always says, but Russia is a nuclear power, but so are we. He never says that. He never says that. And you never want to use it, but the way you don't use it is by letting everyone know that we have it bigger and better, stronger than they do. We obliterated the senior ranks of Al-Qaeda. We decimated ISIS. We got rid of ISIS, 100%. We killed al-Baghdadi, the head of ISIS. And we terminated Qasim Soleimani. He was responsible for all of those bombs that go off on the road and destroy our people and other people and blow everybody to pieces, losing their legs and losing their arms and losing everything they have. He was responsible for that. We stood up to China and Iran like never before. China paid us hundreds of billions of dollars of taxes and tariffs while I was president. Before I was president, they never paid us 10 cents. And Iran was ready to make a deal. They were done. They had nothing. They were ready to make a deal. If the election weren't rigged, we would have had a deal within two weeks of the election. We made clear that any ad well, we made clear, we had to make it clear that any adversary who threatened our people did so at their own peril. And interestingly, we built such a strong military. We had such great people, such great people. You know, we have great generals. When I knocked out ISIS and other things that we did, remember we took the shot when President Obama said, don't ever go across the red line. When they went across the red line, nothing happened. But when I got in, something happened. 59 missiles shot right down their throat in Syria. And the Russians were right next door in their barracks. They, they sort of started running pretty fast. 59 missiles, you remember that? And I was having dinner with President Xi of China. And I said, President, I'd like to tell you something. What is it? What is it? And through his interpreter, he didn't speak English. I didn't think he spoke English at all. This is a story I think I've never told a big crowd like this, but I didn't think he spoke English because he wouldn't even say hello. We had a very good relationship until COVID, and then I said, forget it, COVID. That was a step too far, but we did. We respected each other. We respected each other. But I said, President, we're eating chocolate cake at Mar-a-Lago. Most beautiful chocolate cake. And they were very close in some form to Syria. I said, President, it's late at night. Uh, I want to let you know something. Uh, I have to tell you, not that you go back to your beautiful room and say, he never even told me that. We just shot 59 missiles into Syria. And he said, without his interpreter, repeat. <laughs> I said, he just said repeat. I didn't think he spoke English. These are very smart people we're dealing with, you know? We have somebody that's not at the top of his game, never was actually. And these people are at the top of their game. But he said, repeat. I said, you gotta be kidding. So he knew everything we were saying. So don't talk behind their back. <laughs> Under my leadership, America was feared by our enemies and we were respected by all the fake news. They are fake. The fake news said my... You know, when I first started in politics, I have to say that they had a very high approval rating. Now they have an approval rating that's lower than Congress. Isn't that nice? So we got the point across. The fake news said my personality would get us into a war. I'm telling you, that guy's going to get us into a war. But actually, my personality is what kept us out of war. I was the only president in nearly four decades who did not get America into any new conflicts. Instead, I brought our troops and our wonderful children back home. I brought them back home where they belong. Under Joe Biden, America is neither feared nor respected. There has never been a time where our country has been treated the way it is right now. Other countries are lecturing us and telling us what to do. And that's why we are seeing chaos and mayhem and bloodshed all over the world. 
Never been a time like it. Meanwhile, you have warmongers like this crazy Liz Cheney. She's a nut job. And Adam, Adam Kinzinger, you ever see him? He gets on television, he cries all the time. He starts crying, I don't know. Governor, is that an act or is he serious? He's crying all the time. We call him crying, Adam Kinzinger. And the other neocons who have never found a war that they did not want. And by the way, we got everything we wanted. We didn't have to go to war. They don't mind our soldiers and other people and other soldiers from other countries dying. They don't think about that. In the name of democracy, they destroyed Syria, Libya, Iraq, and Afghanistan. I brought our soldiers back home, leaving a trail of devastation and suffering. Rarely has the world seen anything like it. And remember that with Ukraine, I sent the javelins that you see are so effective against the tanks. Biden didn't. And in fact, he ended our last order. Probably it'll get there because everyone realized it was the right thing to do. And Obama, remember Obama, Biden, they sent blankets. I sent javelins and they sent, well, you know what the javelins are, the anti-tank weapons. They knocked the hell out of those tanks. And Ukraine wouldn't be having a chance without them. That was all sent by me, all of it. We sent other military equipment, too. We didn't send our soldiers, but we sent them a lot of equipment. Well, we need to help stop this brutal invasion. We also have to clean out the rot of our failed foreign policy establishment. It is indeed rotten to the core before these total lunatics lead us down the path of national ruin and World War III. They will do it, too. We have to continue to drain the swamp. We did a lot of it, but the swamp was deep, deeper than anybody believed. Despite all of Biden's weakness, cowardice, and incompetence, there is still a path for him to end this tragedy in Ukraine without getting Americans snared in a gruesome and very bloody war, a bloody war. This could lead, by the way, this could lead to World War III. I see what's happening. Because if you think Putin's going to stop, it's going to get worse and worse. He's not going to accept it. And we don't have anybody to talk to him. You had somebody to talk to him with me. Nobody was ever tougher on Russia than me. I'm the one that stopped the pipeline. I had it stopped. I'm the one that put all the sanctions on. And I'm the one that he didn't attack during our administration. Everyone's asking about that now. Even the radical left reporters up there. The U.S. must make clear to Putin that he has two choices, to negotiate peace right now or else face blistering consequences, including a push to permanently eliminate dependence on Russian energy. And we're talking about forever or for a long, long time. Because without the money coming in from energy, Russia doesn't work. But to make this threat credible, the U.S. would have to immediately end Biden's ridiculous war on American energy. We were energy independent. It's very simple. We have to get our great energy workers drilling, pumping, producing, mining, and refining like never before. We have to do that. Some of them are sitting right back here. That's a nice looking group. You know, they all become famous. Here's the thing. You have a better location, but they're going to become famous. You know why? They're on television. You have a better location, but they're going to become famous. So what can I tell you? Because those faces, those beautiful faces are all on television. Thank you. But it is true. I, I tell you, you know, over there, we've made a lot of speeches. And we always have the biggest crowds. By the way, the biggest crowds ever, no politician, nobody's ever. I, you know what? Honestly, Elvis doesn't have crowds. We break, we break Elvis's records. We were in Texas. Two weeks ago in Texas, 87,000 people at the State Fair. 87,000. They turned away 50,000 people. And the head of the fair, an old guy, wonderful guy, came up to me. He said, you know, sir, I never thought I'd see it. What? 
you broke Elvis Presley's record. And I said, you know what I said to him? Yeah. And I didn't have a guitar. It's easy. I'm just up here by myself. But it's true. So these people in back. So sometimes I'll be making a speech and I'll go home and I'll check it out on television because I'll say, like, I wonder how it looks. And there'll be somebody in the audience behind us that's so stunning, that's so handsome or beautiful, handsome or beautiful, that you cannot take your mind or your eyes off that person. And you know that sometimes Hollywood calls those people. So we've made a lot of uh, really great stars sitting there. We've never made a star out here, but they've enjoyed the speeches very much. So just, uh, that's the way life works, isn't it? Just think of it though, Joe Biden is the president of the most energy-rich country on the planet. You are right about that, by the way, sir, I must say. Yet because of his party's climate hysteria, what they believe on the climate, Biden locked down American oil and natural gas production. And now Biden is crawling around the globe on his knees, begging and pleading for mercy from Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Venezuela. You know what they don't understand. So we all want clean air. We all want all of the things that they talk about. The Green New Deal. The woman that thought of the Green New Deal didn't even go to a college to study it. She made it up. By the way, it was 12 years. We're down to seven. Seven years, the world is going to be destroyed because... The oceans are going to rise one one-hundredth of an inch within the next 300 years. It's going to kill everybody. It's going to create more oceanfront property. That's what it's going to do. Now, they say over the next 300 years, the oceans will rise about this much. But you know, the real threat we have is the nuclear threat. That's going to be the global warming, and we can't let that ever happen. The nuclear threat. That's the real global warming that nobody ever talks about. The uh, lunatics on the left, the uh, global radicals, these are global environmental radicals, they never talk about it. To tap into Iranian oil, Biden is betraying Israel by racing to sign a new Iran nuclear deal. Remember, I terminated it because it was so pathetic. He gave them billions, I gave them hundreds of billions of dollars for nothing, for a bad deal. It was a path to nuclear weapons. And the new deal that they're negotiating, and you know who's negotiating it? China and Russia is representing us. China and Russia. Did you see Kerry the other day on television? Here we are, everyone's dying for energy. Your prices are going up. Your fuel tanks are costing you four or five times more and some, they can't get fuel. And he's saying, no, this is a good time to be promoting windmills. This is a good time to be promoting the green agenda. I tell you what, your great governor isn't promoting it. He's promoting inexpensive gasoline for your cars. Inexpensive gasoline. And he's also an environmentalist, I have to tell you. Henry, we love you, Henry. Henry, I hear you have like no opposition. You better not have. You better not. Any Republican that goes after Henry, I'm going after that Republican, okay, Henry? Nobody's so stupid. He's also selling out the brave people of Cuba and Venezuela, groveling at the feet of the oil-rich and brutal Maduro regime. They're after Maduro, and now all of a sudden they say, listen, forget that. Forget what we've been saying for the last long time. And the man, the gentleman that preceded him, forget the last 15 years. We'd like to buy oil. And we'd pay you any price you want. Please, please, please sell us some oil. Please sell us some oil. We don't have any oil. He must think we are the stupidest people on earth, you know. And his oil's no good. It's very heavy. You got to put it through the ringer to get oil out of it. We have the best oil in the world. It's sitting right. I call it liquid gold. And we don't want to take it from us. You know, it's a big advantage we have over China. We have oil. They don't. We have natural gas. They don't. We have coal. They don't. The entire world is laughing at the United States. This is to be the most pathetic spectacle that anyone's seen. Nobody's ever seen anything like that. And Elon Musk, who's a guy that I like and respect, friend of mine, he runs an electric car company, is calling for Biden to increase oil and gas production. But Biden won't do it because he does not have the will to stand up to AOC, 
You know, AOC, we call AOC. I don't think she ever took a course in the environment, and now she say, we got 12 years without the Sabbath. I call it AOC plus three. You ever see her people? Omar, the whole group. AOC plus three. And the radical left, under my administration, we had a very different energy policy. America, energy independence, and America, energy dominance. We were dominant. We were dominant. Think of it, a year and a half ago, we were dominant. The good news is, I used to say, four years is a long time. Now we're down to two and a half years. We have a big election coming up in just a matter of months. It's incredible. I approve the Keystone XL and Dakota Access Pipelines. I withdrew from the one-sided Paris Accord, which was another ripoff of our country. Don't worry, they're putting them back. I canceled the so-called Clean Power Plan. Sounds great, except it's a disaster and very expensive for our country. Doesn't do anything. We unlocked the vast lands for energy development. We opened Anwar. You know what Anwar is? The biggest site anywhere in the world for drilling, probably bigger than Saudi Arabia. Ronald Reagan tried to get it approved. He couldn't. Everybody tried to get it approved. I got it done. And in one day, Biden had it wiped out. This is in Alaska. Lisa Murkowski did a horrible job for the people in Alaska. And in fact, right now, I feel I'm in Alaska because it's cold as hell out here. But Lisa Murkowski, it's actually not that bad. Lisa Murkowski did a terrible job, but we had Anwar approved, probably the biggest drilling site anywhere in the world, energy jobs, everything great for Alaska and for our country. And uh, they ended up very quickly in one day, in one day it was gone. The United States became, but we'll get it back. Okay, we're gonna get that back, okay? We're gonna get it back. We're gonna get it back quickly. The United States became, the world's number one energy superpower. We were doing a job like nobody's ever done before, a net exporter of energy for the first time in 72 years. You know, the strategic, uh, I don't know if you know, Federal Reserves, do you know what it's about? We're, we're dumping, everybody was taken for years, 40, 50 years, they're taken out of the, they call it the strategic reserves. When we had the energy low, oh, there's my friend, she's so great. She's been with me right from the beginning. You take your time. Chris, you take your time. That's Bikers for Trump. Does everyone know Chris? Bikers for Trump. When Chris is there, you're safe, ma'am, but she's been our supporter for a long time. We love her, and thank you very much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. You know, uh, the bikers, I don't know what it is with bikers, but I think I had 100% of their vote. And you know, pretty much the same for law enforcement, the military, pretty much the same. But when I'd go to like, I'd go to places in South Carolina and North Carolina and all over the place, I'd say, I feel very safe. We'd have sometimes 2,000, 3,000 bikers and Secret Service and all the law enforcement that say, sir, I don't know if you're safe here. I say, I'm the safest guy in the world right here. And they'd rev up those Harleys, you know. And the girlfriends on the back, they loved that sucker. They loved it. They loved it. Any guy went after that guy's girlfriend, did, number one, didn't have a chance. Number two, he would have been in big trouble, right? He would have been in big trouble, but they were great. The bikers for Trump, we love them. And uh, they are tremendous people. You know, they're really patriots. They love our country. The Biden energy crisis and the Ukraine crisis are glaring reminders that America cannot be strong abroad if we are not first strong at home. And we are not strong at home. It's time to stop the bloodshed in our own cities. Look at what's going on in Chicago and New York and Los Angeles and Portland. I mean, Portland, they've taken over the, the place, the whole, it's ridiculous what's going on in Portland, but many other, all Democrat-run cities, all of them, all of them. You see some of these stats in Chicago where uh, eight people were shot this weekend and four died. And many more than that, and many worse stats than that. It's time to defend our own borders. And I'll tell you one thing, Henry McMaster, he doesn't have eight people shot and people dying every weekend. It's time to protect our own sovereignty. It's time to secure our own elections. 
It's time to, by the way, it took me two and a half years to get through all of the litigation and lawsuits on the border wall, and I won. I won 11 cases, and we won other. And we had it done. Three weeks away from finishing it, then we had the election result that everybody or most people know was a fake result, just like a fake news. And three weeks, but we did a tremendous job with the border wall and it could be finished immediately. And that's when I knew that they actually wanted open borders when they didn't want to go that extra three weeks to finish the wall. But it had a tremendous impact. We had the safest border in the history of our country one year ago and today we have the worst border in the history of our country so it's time to save our own nation from the people who are trying to destroy it under biden pelosi and the radical democrats we're losing our country no different than if we had lost it in a war if we had lost it in a war you know we have hundreds of thousands of people dying to drugs that come over the southern border now we did a tremendous job on the southern border. We had the best numbers we've ever had, and we've had the best drug numbers. We stopped drugs at a level that nobody had ever seen before. And now they're coming in at a level that nobody has ever seen. When you have open borders, nobody's ever seen anything like it before. Millions of illegal aliens are rushing across our borders from all over the world, criminals, gang members, drug traffickers, human smugglers, and people on terrorist watch lists are stampeding right into our country. The Biden administration has spent months and months obsessing over how to stop an invasion of a foreign country. I believe Americans deserve a president who will stop the invasion into our country. And for all the talk about violent conflict in Eastern Europe, and it's a terrible thing, and we're going to help, and we're going to do whatever we can, because nobody can look at the bloodshed much longer, what's happening. It's a lack of respect for a lot of people, a lot of things, but it's just a total lack of respect. And it happens to be a man that is just driven. He's driven to put it together. And you look at it and it's just so ridiculous and so senseless and so horrible. And I say it again and I'll say it again and again. It should have never happened. If he respected our president, it would have never, ever happened. But no one ever mentions the bloody and horrific war raging just across our border. They don't mention that the drug wars have killed hundreds of thousands of people throughout Latin America and hundreds of thousands of people in our country massacring innocent people, murdering judges and journalists, torturing and slaughtering hostages and burying victims in mass graves. Mass graves. Now Joe Biden has thrown the gates open to these murderous cartels and thugs and bloodthirsty criminal gangs to flood into our country. Every day, the radical Democrats' open border policies are getting innocent Americans killed. We have Brandon Judd here. He's an incredible guy. And Tom Holman, who's an incredible Tom Holman, is central casting. That's the kind of guy they don't want to see. They don't want to see Brandon Judd. Where's Brandon Judd? What a job he does. Head of Border Patrol, what a job you do. And your people at ICE are incredible. These are brilliant, brave patriots. I wouldn't want their job, Brandon. I wouldn't want your job. You know, ICE will go into a pack. MS-13, probably the worst gangs are MS-13, but ICE will go up to them. They break into our country and they'll charge them. They kill people. They like using knives rather than guns because it's more painful. They actually use knives to cut people up because it's more painful. Ice goes in there, then they just attack them and they take them away and they bring them out. They dump them the hell out of our country and the other countries from where they came, they now take them. They didn't used to take them. I said, why aren't they taking them? They said, sir, they just won't take them back. They don't want them to take them back. I said, how much money does the United States give to those countries? 
And they said, sir, about $742 million. Okay, stop it as of now. We give them no money. The next day, I got a call from the president of those countries. Sir, we'd love to have our members of uh, MS-13 back in our country. <laughs> Took about two minutes, but this was going on for years. They wouldn't take them back. Now they take them back, but I think that's going to be lost probably. Probably by now, Brandon, that's gone down the tubes, just like everything else has gone down the tubes. Just last month, an illegal alien criminal was arrested in California, good old California, for horribly assaulting an officer. But under California's deadly sanctuary state law, the vicious criminal was released back into the community. Just five days later, he walked into a church and savagely murdered his 9, 10, and 13-year-old daughters and other people that happened to be in the church. We have dozens of countries emptying out their prisons into America. We're like a dumping ground for prisoners. And we're going to be living with this for many years to come. Remember what I said, including those flights from out of Afghanistan where people bum rushed the plane. And 97% of those people should not have been brought into our country. We're going to be paying a big price from what we took out and from the people that pour into our country for many years to come, you watch. You know, I made a lot of good predictions and now saying Trump was right. I was right on the border. I was right on the pipeline. I was right on Germany. I said to Angela Merkel, I said, Angela, I'm sending you the white flag. She said, but why are you sending me the white flag? I said, it's called the flag of surrender because you're getting your energy from Russia and it's not good. Now, nobody knew it would happen this quickly, but who would have thought to think that I shut the pipeline down and they opened it up immediately? It's just unthinkable. The open border left has turned our country into one giant sanctuary for dangerous criminal aliens. In the Republican Party, we believe that every inch of our country should be a sanctuary for law-abiding Americans, not for criminals. If you want chaos, if you want crime, if you want carnage, you must immediately vote for radical Democrats because they will give it to you. That's what they're doing. Look at every city that's run by the Democrats. If you want safety, security and strength, vote for America First Republicans this November. But before we can defeat the Democrats, socialists and communists at the ballot box this fall, we first have to defeat the rhinos and grandstanders in the primaries earlier this year. The rhinos, those rhinos are no good. I don't know, in many ways they're as bad as the Democrats and sometimes worse. We got plenty of rhinos in the party, but I must say far fewer than we had four or five years ago. Unfortunately for the patriots of South Carolina, you currently have two atrocious rhinos. They're bad people in the house who went to Washington, sold you out, and partnered with the Democrats to stab the Republican Party, and frankly, to stab our country in the back. Right here in the 7th Congressional District, Tom Rice, a disaster. He's respected by no one. He's laughed at in Washington. He was never thought highly of in Washington. And he was just censured by your great South Carolina GOP. Tom Rice joined the Democrats' deranged impeachment witch hunt hoax. It's all turned out to be a hoax. It's all turned out now to be a hoax. He parroted their lies. He gave aid and comfort to their weaponization of the national security state against the domestic political opponents. He voted for the unselect committee of highly partisan politicians that are running this horrible witch hunt in Washington. It's a witch hunt like nobody's ever seen before. But for me, it's okay because it's just a continuation of the fake witch hunt that's gone on for four years. And now Tom Rice looks like a total fool. He said, I didn't know what I voted to impeach President Trump. I was committing political suicide. And you know, that's exactly what happened, and hopefully it'll be true. In the first congressional district, you have another horrendous rhino known as Crazy Nancy Mace. 
Two years ago, she begged for my endorsement and I pledged, and she pledged to be America first all the way. She's gonna be, I'm gonna be America first. Instead, the first thing Nancy Mace did when she got to Washington was start attacking Republicans and hold a fundraiser for wacky Liz Cheney. Liz Cheney, it's another beauty. Liz Cheney, who's polling now at 12% in the great state of Wyoming, which was actually my number one state. Does anyone know that? I got number one state was Wyoming in terms of uh, the vote. Hate to tell you, South Carolina, but I did damn well with you too. And Alabama. You know, it's sort of interesting. We won South Carolina in a record. We won Alabama in a record. But we lost Georgia just by a whisker. Doesn't happen that way. It doesn't happen. When you win Alabama, Henry, and when you win South Carolina, Henry, you win Georgia by a lot also, Henry. Cheney joined the phony narrative about January 6th. She voted to hold Steve Bannon in contempt, which was terrible. She's totally manipulated by raging never-Trumpers and the radical left Democrats that are poisoning our country. She's a terrible person, and she has no idea what she's doing, Nancy Mace. Right after hearing I was going to endorse a really wonderful person, a different candidate, she went to New York and stood in front of the magnificent Trump Tower. Has anyone ever heard of Trump Tower? And did a commercial insinuating that I was endorsing her. She's standing over in front of Trump Tower in New York. I'm saying, can you believe this? It was untruthful, just like everything else she does. Thankfully, this June, you have the chance to dump these grandstanding losers and replace them with two rock-solid America First champions. Russell Fry. Russell, where's Russell? Russell Fry and Katie Arrington. Where are you? Come on up. Come, come up. Russell is a conservative warrior who will give no quarter to the socialist left. Likewise, Katie Arrington is a fighter for the people of South Carolina. And you know, a few years ago, she beat Mr. Argentina. Do you know who that is? He liked that Argentina dancer. Remember you? You remember that? Mr. Argentina. But Katie, uh, you know, she went through a lot because she was, she did a fantastic, ran a fantastic race and she was horribly, horribly injured in an automobile accident and she never had the chance to uh, campaign and it was just incredible because she was incredible and, but she was so badly injured and now she's 100%, but that was a, that was a tough time, yeah. <laughs> That was a tough, that was a tough period of time, but she's been fantastic and she's been loyal and she loves the people of South Carolina, the people of our country. They will be tough on crime, strong on borders, strong on election integrity, and they will support our military and our vets and they will never appease the fake news or the radical left. So I wanna ask everybody in this incredible state, I love this state, I want them to have the same kind of, I want them to have the same kind of vote that you gave me to get out and vote for Russell Fry and Katie Arrington in the primary on June 14th, which is my birthday. birthday yes. That's my birthday. That's flag day, so that's a big day. So I know you spoke before, but why don't you just say two words and uh, we'll uh, then get the hell out of here because it's cold. Go ahead. Please, go ahead. It's like I said earlier, on June 14th, it's our turn to vote. And on June 14th, here in the 7th Congressional District, we're going to vote to impeach Tom Rice at the ballot box. Can I bring my stool? Yes, you can. Sure. I always have to bring my stool. So, you know, I have a name for Nancy Rice. I call her Liz Cheney of the South. You like that? It's all for you, big guy. It's true, it's true. Everybody, I think we all deserve to give this gentleman behind me, DJT, one hell of a round of applause. 
The reason they're cre screaming your name is you're the best damn president this country's ever had. Period. End of story. Nobody gets it any better. Be our number 47. You were our 46. Be our 47. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. In 2020, 120 of the 122 candidates that I endorsed in congressional primary elections won their election. And now we think we're going to be uh, really, it's going to be incredible. You know, last week in Texas, 33 endorsements, we won 33 races. There are a couple of primaries. There are a couple of continuing primaries, but they're going to win. They're way ahead. They're going to win. So we view it as 33 out of 33, and I just got a 98% approval rating in the Republican Party. That's pretty good. So we got to get out and vote for those two. We got to put Nancy Mason, we got to put Tom Rice uh, back where they came from. We're also joined by other great Republican leaders tonight, including your incredible governor and my friend he was so loyal to me i said boy this guy's incredible and his unbelievable wife mr and mrs henry mcmaster governor mcmaster congratulations henry thank you thank you both thank you for being here in this freezing cold thank you peggy very much great job boy they became great friends Remember, I had the lieutenant governor, other people had the governor, and the lieutenant governor won. So thank you very much. We'll never forget it, Henry. Also with us are Lieutenant Governor Pamela Yvette. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela. Thank you very much. Attorney General Alan Wilson. Great family. Alan. Thank you, Alan. Former Ambassador Woody Johnson and his incredible family, Suzanne and Woody. I don't know where the hell you are, but you're in. Hello, Mike. There's a man. He's the greatest buyer of ads in history. Mike Lindell. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mike. And a great patriot. Former Ambassador, a man who loves South Carolina a lot, Ed McMullen. Did a great job. Representatives Joe Wilson and Carol Miller, State House Speaker Jay Lucas, State Senate President Thomas Alexander, South Carolina GOP Chair Drew McKissick. Oh, we love Drew. President of the National Border Patrol, Brandon Judd. I just introduced him. One of the most popular men in America, great coach. Everybody wanted him to get the presidential medal. Great Lou Holtz. Where's Lou? Where's Lou? I already introduced Chris Cox of Bikers for Trump and Bikers of every... <laughs> bikers, period, just Bikers. With the help of everyone here tonight, Republicans are going to take back control of Congress and then we must quickly put our big and bold agenda into action. One of the most important lessons of the past two years is that to be a strong nation, America must also be a manufacturing nation. We have to bring back our manufacturing. We cannot count on China or any other country to give us our critical products. And we cannot have our vital supply chains. Whoever heard of this, you can't get anything. The stores are half empty. We have a supply chain. Nobody ever even talked about this. And this all came out of the stench of the Biden administration. Stretches all over the globe. Under a Republican Congress, we should pass historic legislation and powerful tariffs to bring our essential industries back home to America and back to South Carolina, where they belong. Another top priority when we take back Congress should be, and it will be,
to pass a bill terminating every last federal COVID mandate. And on day one, we should force the Pentagon to rehire all the great service members Biden forced out of the military with his lawless vaccine mandates, with an apology and all back pay. In addition, a Republican Congress must stand up for parental rights and parental power. America's moms and dads should get a veto over everyone and anything teaching far-left gender ideologies to their children without parental consent. And we should move quickly to pass the Republican bill to protect women's sports. You see the records that are being broken? Swimming, 38 seconds. You know, is it a record that stood for 11 years? Did break it by maybe one one hundredth of a second? He broke it by 38 seconds. The best, though, are the weightlifting records. You know, with one hand, boom, the record's broken. It's ridiculous. Keep men out of women's sports. As president, I was proud to issue the world's first ban on critical race theory in September of 2020. Joe Biden rescinded that order, but as soon as we retake Congress, Republicans will ban critical race theory once and for all. They will also defund the racist equity mandates across the entire federal government no more illegal discrimination in anything. Getting critical race theory out of our schools is not just a matter of values. It's also a matter of national survival. We have no choice. The fate of any nation ultimately depends upon the willingness of its citizens to lay down, and they must do this, lay down their very lives to defend their country. If we allow the Marxists and communists and socialists to teach our children to hate America, there will be no one left to defend our flag or to protect our great country or its freedom. Just days ago, a poll found that if our country was invaded like Ukraine was invaded, a majority of Democrats stunningly admitted that they would not fight for America. For the same reason, we have to get political correctness out of our military. The woke generals should be fired immediately. We want our generals to think about winning wars, not to teach pronouns. It's also far past time for big tech and to restore. Look at what big tech is doing, how dishonest they are how dishonest and corrupt they are so uh, they are horrible for our country we have to restore free speech in our country and we will do it just days ago google and youtube censored my podcast with the nelk boys after it was watched by millions and millions of people a record by many times in just less than 24 hours they took it down because i told the truth these are sick people we have to have in our country freedom of speech we have to have freedom of speech if we don't have freedom of speech we don't have a country any longer and finally at all costs we must defend the sacred integrity of our elections just last week the special counsel investigating the 2020 election in Wisconsin, the state of Wisconsin, a highly respected former state Supreme Court justice, a great gentleman, announced that $8.8 million Mark Zuckerberg poured into local elections, quote, facially violates the Wisconsin law prohibiting election bribery. That's a pretty big judge. Be careful, Mark. The investigation revealed that 91 nursing homes, think of that, 91 thousands of people in five counties had voter turnout rates of almost 100%, even though many of them were very ill. Some were dying. Their families said, 
My mother never voted. This was just a disgrace, what took place in Wisconsin. And it was a bombshell in Wisconsin. In addition to the explosive evidence gathered by True the Vote, showing a massive illegal ballot harvesting scheme in Georgia and other swing states, revealing thousands and thousands of ballot traffickers. They're known as mules. They go in, they carry ballots. Every day there is more overwhelming evidence that the 2020 election, and by the way, it's even beyond the standpoint of evidence, there is so much fact. It was corrupt, it was fraudulent, and loaded up with irregularities. In other words, it was rigged. So I ran twice, I won twice, and I did much better the second time than we did the first, getting 12 million more votes, and now we may have to run again. At the federal, state, and local level, Republicans must act to ensure universal voter ID, citizenship, confirmation, no more drop boxes, no more private money paying for so-called help with the elections. And we must ensure that every election can be fully and quickly audited. The ultimate goal would be the same-day elections. Why can't we have same-day elections? with mail-in ballots only for the military and vote for those people who are very ill and cannot vote in person, same-day elections. You can't have elections where ballots are sitting around. They sit around in storage areas for 20, 30, 40 days, Henry, because lots of bad things are happening to them as security guards are not doing their job. Our election was rigged, and we can never let this happen again, and we will continue to go forward, but we will also never, ever forget what happened, and we continue to look at this fraud, and things are happening on a daily basis like nobody would believe. It was a fraudulent election, and the proof is beyond anybody's wildest expectation. We are just eight months away from what could be the most important midterm election in American history. Our country is at stake and we need a landslide so big that the radical Democrats cannot rig or steal the election. Very much like the landslide we had. Nice swing you have, he's going. <laughs> are you a golfer? What's your handicap? Huh? That's a nice looking swing, I'm proud of you. Very much like the landslide that we had in your state, in South Carolina, very much. So to every patriot here today, I ask you to get ready to work, get ready to fight, get ready to win. And we're going to win like never before. We're going to win like never before. This is the year we are going to take back the House. We are going to take back the Senate. And we are going to take back America. And in 2024, we are going to take back that beautiful, beautiful White House. I wonder who will do that. I wonder, I wonder. Together with your help, we will fight for more jobs, for American families, fair trade for American workers, and more South Carolina factories forging more products stamped with that beautiful phrase, made in the USA. We will shut down Joe Biden's border disaster. We will again end catch and release. We will end chain migration, and we will end visa lottery. And we will get that wall finished so fast, your head will spin. We will hold China accountable for unleashing the virus and charge them trillions of dollars for the damage and suffering they have caused. We will stop the Biden crime wave in our Democrat-run cities. We will crack down on violent criminals and we will give our police officers, our law enforcement, we love them, our 100% support. We will pass critical reforms, making every executive branch employee fireable. Fireable by the President of the United States. The deep state must and will be brought to heel. It's already happening. 
We will protect innocent life. We will defend our Constitution and we will defend the Second Amendment. We will proudly uphold the Judeo-Christian values and principles of our nation's founding. We will restore patriotic education to our schools. We will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. And in conclusion, our MAGA movement is by far the greatest political movement in the history of our country. Together, we are standing up against some of the most sinister forces, entrenched interests, and vicious opponents our people have ever seen. But no matter how big or powerful these corrupt radicals may be, you must never forget this nation does not belong to them. This nation belongs to you. This is your home. This is your heritage. And our American liberty is your God-given right. It was patriots like you who built this country, and it's patriots like you who are going to save our country. This is a very, very critical time. Our country has never been in trouble like it is right now. In a little more than a year, they have gone on to almost destroy our country. But the key word is almost. We're not going to let it happen. And together we will make a more exceptional country than ever before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have because just like generations before us, American faith is lifting our souls. American pride is beating our hearts. And pure, unflinching courage is coursing through our veins of beautiful, beautiful blood, red, white, and blue. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever back down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand a chance of winning. Because we are Americans and Americans kneel to God and kneel to God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we are on together has only just begun. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Our country will be great again. We are one movement. We are one people, one family, and one glorious American nation under God. Together we are unstoppable. Together we are unbeatable. And together our ultimate victory is inevitable. And so with the help of everyone here today, and it's such an honor to be with you, even though we're all very cold out here. And with the commitment of hardworking, freedom-loving patriots across this magnificent land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you. Thank you, South Carolina. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ross from Planet X Filmworks channel on YouTube and the Zodiac Files True Crime series. Check it out. And shout out to Greg and the Gray Stage channel. Their content is amazing.
Hello everyone, this is Sophia from the Gray Stage Podcast, and I'd like to invite all of our listeners to join the Justice for David Crowley and Family Group located on Facebook, where we have almost 4,000 members. In this group, we welcome discussions regarding the case and have all of the documents located in the files section for everyone to review. If you like, you're welcome to visit Greg Fernandez Jr.'s website called The Gray Stage. It's located at thegraystagewordpress.com. You can find his book and all the official documents for this case at his website. Lastly, I'd like to introduce you to Catherine Michelle, who's a part of this podcast. Catherine Michelle has a YouTube channel under her name where she mainly discusses the Crowley case. So please feel free to stop by and give her channel a like and a listen. Until our next podcast, keep seeking the truth and justice for David Crowley and his family. Interested in the paranormal? Murder mysteries? Cryptocurrency and thought provoking interviews? Then check out Crypt Ricks I've Been Thinking on YouTube or every Monday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Studio A at Revolution Radio, freedomslips.com. Welcome to the Crypt.